Do you remember the children's TV show called The Friendly Giant? I remember him saying that statement at the beginning of his show. He would say, look up, look way up. Well, I think this is a message for us, the beginning of 2022. In the face of this rampant move of a new variant of COVID called Omicron, somebody says it sounds like the name of a transformer, look up. I would say, look way up. We all struggle with uh, life in the trenches. And if we're not careful, we can become depressed and only see despair all around us. And we can see futility and fatalism is rampant, that mindset, that philosophy. Uh, Just to let you know, this is a book from 1985 by Chuck Swindle, Living on the Ragged Edge, and it's a a good book about the book of Ecclesiastes. I know I've done some of his Bible studies years ago, and so this has always stayed with me. See, there was a man who was on a journey, and he had the time, the money, the resources, and the energy to take a journey, searching for the true meaning of life. He held nothing back. And we get to read about this journey in the book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible. The man's name was Solomon, and the journal of his journey is that book of the Bible, as we say, Ecclesiastes, which means the name actually means preacher or the one who addresses the assembly. So Solomon now takes a journey and he speaks to all of us about his life. And he warns us that the pursuit left him empty, deflated, depressed, and disillusioned. How many of us feel the beginning of 2022? And the best word to describe it is empty. He felt empty. Solomon wants us to learn from his journey, to learn the truth. And I believe it still applies to us today, even in this new year. Solomon's words, uh, famous words from this book is, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Or better, how it says in the NIV, meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Now here we need to understand that in Hebrew writings, when they repeated something several times, it's saying, pay attention. It's all meaningless. So why? Well, we're living under the sun. Solomon says that his experience was under the sun. It's an under the sun perspective. And so I want to challenge you today. What is your perspective in this new year? Solomon sees everything only horizontal, a strictly human viewpoint. And he says it is depressing when you live that way. Look at verse 9. He mentions under the sun. And then again in chapter 1, verse 14, he says, I have seen all things that are done under the sun, and all of them are meaningless, uh, chasing after the wind. I like what the message says, or spitting in the wind. See, without looking above the sun, life seems drab, depressing, hopelessly meaningless. Or as the message says, I have seen it all, and it's nothing but smoke, smoke, and spitting into the wind. You see, leave God out of the picture, and you will never be satisfied. We all need to make a meaningful connection with the living God above the sun. See, we don't just live horizontally, but we also need that vertical perspective. 
We don't have time in 20 minutes to deal with the whole book of Ecclesiastes. But the first half of his book, he's recording his journey for you so that you can learn from his midlife crisis. And then the second part of the book, he begins to share many of his wise proverbs. And so the king in the beginning there went out in a pursuit to find the purpose of his existence. He is searching for something under the sun that would satisfy. And so he sought pleasure at all costs. We know that is called hedonism or hedonism. Laughter, comedy, booze, sex, entertainment, ego building projects, art collections, fun trips, serious work, singing and a half and a half dozen other attempts he begins to share in that first half of the book. And he says it was all like spitting in the wind, chasing the wind, meaningless. Look at chapter 2, verse 17, if you have your Bibles open. He says, so I hated life because the work that is done under the sun was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. I hated all the things I had toiled for under the sun because I must leave them to the one who comes after me. Solomon tried philosophies. He tried fatalism. He looked at humanism. And he says it's all meaningless. As seen often with the rich and the famous in our world today. Nothing ultimately brings satisfaction. If it is a lifetime limited to only under the sun. Horizontal happiness, my friends, is fleeting. It will not last. A man never earns enough. I've always wondered that. When is it enough? A man never earns enough. A, a woman is never beautiful enough. Clothes are never fashionable enough. Cars are never nice enough. And it goes on and on And that consumerism actually plays on that. And we get caught up into it. See, satisfaction uh, comes when we step off the escalator of always wanting more. And we begin to say, enough is enough. Those living with an under-the-sun perspective are convinced that if they just keep hoping, someday everything will turn out all right. But as we look at the facts of the world, as we watch the news, it's not always wonderful. Our world is corrupt, wicked, and depraved. All the work we do can be quite tiring at times, and people are not always kind. Many are selfish, and we have even seen cruel. And my goodness, how much we have seen that these last 20-something months. Solomon has acquired everything humanly possible for his pleasure. One of the examples of that you can find in 1 Kings 11.3. It tells us that he had a 1,000 women. He had 700 wives and 300 concubines to fulfill whatever sensual desire was his pleasure. And he says it left him bored and empty. We live in a day when the model around us is, it is if it feels good, just go ahead and do it for your own pleasure. Wine and women, Solomon said, only entered into greater boredom. Sensual desires have ruined young and old alike. Sensual desires have ruined marriages and families and lives lie in ruin because of it. And chasing sensual pleasure will not bring lasting satisfaction, Solomon tells us. 
Solomon also tells us there is no lasting satisfaction in intellectual pursuits. If that's all it is for you, if it's just under the sun, Either is there any uh, great satisfaction in personal building projects, because he had great ones. Neither in consumerism, as we already said, of wanting more and more. He had collected priceless gems and priceless pieces of art, and nothing satisfied, because ultimately when he died, he left it to someone else. So any new pursuit under the sun just brought the same old conclusion meaningless. Nothing satisfies. Look at chapter 2, verse 16. He concluded that even the wise and the fool have the same fate. Now remember, he was the wisest. For the wise, like the fool, will not be long remembered, and the days have already come when both have been forgotten. Like the fool, the wise too must die. He talks about the futility of a generation that goes and a generation that comes. Verse 4, he says, some will be born and some will die. This cycle is terribly futile if you are looking just under the sun. That was the chapter 1, verse 4. Monotony. The sun rises and the sun sets. Same old, same old. Oh, it's all just a bore. Have you ever felt that way? Life is monotonous, a bore. If there is nothing worthwhile under the sun, here's an important point. If there is nothing worthwhile under the sun, our only hope must be above it. For the man who has everything visible and is still dissatisfied, then here's another good point, then the one thing that must be needed is invisible. So you need today to look up. In the midst of this pandemic, again with another variant, you need to look up. Do you want meaning? Are you looking for purpose and investment that will yield lasting dividends? Something to fill the void? Something that will give you real satisfaction? Then, my friends, it's time to wake up, wise up, and look up. In order for your horizontal life To make sense, it is essential that you get your vertical life in place. That your relationship with God through Jesus Christ is secure. Look what Solomon said in chapter 11, verse 9. You who are young, be happy while you are young and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see. But no. That for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. So we know that this is all depressing under the sun, but it's challenging us to live also with that vertical perspective above the sun. Look at verse 13, his closing, some of his closing words of chapter 12. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. The key when you live vertically is you learn to savor what is rather than longing for what might be. It is the gift we know as contentment. 
We can see uh, throughout these other places here that Solomon shows us that God makes and God gives and God does. This is what he's saying in these verses. You need to also have this vertical perspective where you look up to God. And he says, God makes, verse 11, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. We love that passage, don't we, in Romans eight twenty eight. This is how Paul says it to the church in Rome. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God makes. He's made you. He's made me. And, and we can worship him when we have that focus that is vertical. We see today, and he sees forever, Uh, We see the wrappings. We think it's so important. He sees the gift. We see the externals, the outside. He sees what's internal. So with this above-the-sun focus, we know no matter what we are going through, he promises, as Romans 8 says, also 28, that he is going to make it all beautiful in his time. Because God makes Solomon says that now God gives. Look at verse 12. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. In verse 13, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction, contentment in all their toil. This is the gift of God. See, when we're doing it without God, when we have just an under-the-sun perspective, there is no joy in life. But God gives us the ability when we have that vertical perspective, when we're looking up to him, he gives us that ability to enjoy life. He gives us the ability to do good in our lifetime, to make a difference, to matter why we're here. See, once we were self-centered and selfish, now by God, he motivates us to want to do something that makes a difference to do good. God gives us this wonderful gift of appetite, and we can enjoy his good gifts like food. Money can't buy that. Just pure enjoyment of the good things that God gives. And God gives us the ability to see the good in our labor, not this idea that we never have enough, but we can actually know contentment and joy in what we've been able to accomplish. We are given a new perspective. The truth is we're given his perspective. Under the sun, you see people with the mindset, I earn what I get, it's mine. (laughs) But those with an above-the-sun perspective says, you get what you will never deserve or could ever earn. And look what God gives us. He gives us forgiveness and eternal hope and grace. And he gives us life beyond the grave. And he gives us purpose and a reason to live. I could go on and on, but we must move on. And then God does Look at verse 14 and 15. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so the people will fear him. Whatever is already been has already been and what will be has been before and God will call the past into account. See, God's actions are permanent and complete. They will last the rest of time. We won't last, but he sure will. And God's work will remain forever. And it is complete, so nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken away. 
We leave things undone, but God doesn't. He is trustworthy, and you can put your trust in him today. He is awesome, and so he cultivates in us this great, uh, awesome respect for him. He is patient with us, and he patiently repeats things over and over and over again until we walk in his ways and we get it. And praise God, although we walk away from him, he never walks away from us. God always brings us back. God does. And so as I bring this to a close today, did you ever see some of the video clips that have been out there where people are so concerned and looking down on their phones that they fall into all kinds of traps uh, because they haven't been aware of their surroundings. I, I've seen people uh, bang <laughs> into a pole because uh, they're looking down. They trip. I've seen people trip, a terrible trip. They've even walked into traffic. I, I remember one time watching this video, and it was taken from somebody above who thought it was hilarious, of this woman that was so concerned with her phone, she was walking across the mall from one store to another store and didn't even look up and ended up in a fountain, soaked. And so it was funny, but I want to say to you, unfortunately, often it can be dangerous. It can be even tragic. If we're only looking down in 2022, if all we see is everything under the sun and don't look above the sun, my friends, it is also dangerous. It can also be very tragic. I hope you get the picture today. Work, 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 think, compete, strategize, plan, sacrifice, travel, worry, skip vacations and family gatherings and add hours, increase responsibility, scratch the right back, step over a person on your way up, invest, save, risk, and when all your ducks are in a row, wham. Isn't that exactly what has happened to us? Oh my goodness, in the news this year here in Prince Edward Island, especially this fall, that you can have all your ducks in a row and then it just hits. This is what COVID has taught us. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. So you would say to me, Pastor Betty, thanks a lot. This is depressing. <laughs> well, life can be depressing. It's a reality check that Solomon is telling us, and it is the same for us today. He wants you to find out what he found out, to realize it quickly, not to make the mistakes that he made, not to waste your life living only under the sun with an under-the-sun perspective. In this earthly existence, life is somewhere between sad and bad, but life above the sun with God, the living God, steps in and the creator of heaven and earth, my creator, your creator, who loved you from the beginning of time. He is the only one who can help us and he's the only one who can change our focus and change our perspective and help us also to look above the sun. When he steps in, life changes. It changes from boredom and emptiness, profitlessness and purposelessness, to meaning and direction and definition, hope and encouragement, contentment, and best of all, deliverance from despair, negativity, fatalism. So are you ready for a new beginning in this year? A change? A new perspective? Then I challenge you, look up. 
It's time for a change of scene. Move from an under-the-sun perspective, a life without God, to an above-the-sun perspective, a life with God. Not just horizontal living, but also vertical living. And isn't that wonderful today when we see that? What is it? It is the cross of Jesus Christ, who as our representative and fully God and fully man, helps us to see that we can live horizontally and love each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. But more importantly, we can have that vertical relationship with God through the sacrifice of Christ. I'll end with what the psalmist said, and I challenge you today. May this also be your prayer. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? You know. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Amen and amen.